Well, Julia, 5-1 winning edition of Blue Jays baseball to snap a five-game losing streak. Jays are now 18-16. and 16. And I guess all it took was Danny Jansen's return. It, all it took was a shaken up batting order, the top five getting a bit of a mix up, and Danny Jansen going yard. That's that's all the Blue Jays needed, apparently. Danny Jansen with some legendary um, <laughs> hits there, and it's just a performance for the ages. Who would have thought that he would have come back from that injury just as dominant as he left it show? And uh that's exactly what the Blue Jays needed here. I guess uh, we were kind of joking that, uh, and Ben Ben Wagner had mentioned during the broadcast that uh, Danny Jansen is uh, has a new baby baby boy, I believe. So I guess he right uh, has that new dad strength. I guess yeah. I guess yeah. that that's a thing. I think right. We saw Fred Van Vliet did that in the 2019 NBA Finals. I guess that Dan- why can't Danny Jansen uh, use it too? Right, of course. I mean, <laughs> you take what you can get, and you get the strength where you can. So course and congrats to Danny Jansen Absolutely. who is having a, a baby boy with uh, with his wife you know it's it's funny right Danny Jansen and and of course I think a lot of people were excited to see him come back and we were talking in the pregame show about how he is uh, he engine reused personal catcher more often than not whenever the two of them are healthy and uh, Jansen I mean he had a lot of really good at bats today certainly he got plunked once he walks another time and he also had a really long out to the center field wall, right? A 409 foot, honestly, bomb to the glove of Brett Phillips. Like he, Brett Phillips had to put his back to the wall in center field to make that catch. That ball had an expected batting average of 830. It would have been a home run in 14 of 30 ballparks. And it was an out. I just think, you know, you look at that and you look at how Matt Chapman, I mean, Chapman had a couple of booming outs today as well. He had, I want to say he had the, uh, early in the game, he had some pretty good contact. It was a, it was an out that would have been a homer, I think in like four of 30 ballparks. Um, and that happened at Yankee stadium too last week, where I think we saw Giancarlo Stanton hit the three run shorty into the short porch in right field. And then you saw, I think it was Chapman or Lourdes hit a similar home run to left field. That was an out. And then today, and I think it was the seventh inning Chapman hit another long ball. And look, Bruhan made a fantastic play on that ball right he was falling away from the ball made a great catch yeah, almost catch. almost collided with Brett Phillips and uh, robbing Chapman of extra bases but I mean that's just the way it goes sometimes right right and 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 it's it bodes well for Chapman in the future I feel like the more of these he had three hard hits by the way in the game and he had five at bats uh that fly out that you were mentioning had an expected batting average of 690 came out of the bat Oof. over 100 miles per hour so it was a, it was a, it was good contact, and it would have been extra base hits, an extra base hit in different circumstances for sure, which indicates that Chapman is, uh, he will see some sort of a bounce back if the numbers continue to tell us that he's maybe getting a bit unlucky in those situations. Uh, a couple of flyouts today that for sure uh, could have gone a different way, and and here we are, and so far so good for this new shaken up. Uh, batting order yeah I mean some of some of those might have been homers in other ballparks in 2021 maybe they would have all been homers maybe we would see a lot more than six combined runs between the Blue Jays and Rays tonight but but yeah the Blue Jays take it five to one and uh, like like Julia mentions the uh, shaken up batting order here on Jay's talk uh, you can also text us as well at 590 590 if you want to share your thoughts 
Leave your name and location. You can also give us a call at 416-870-0591, 590 star 590 on your cellular device. I see a text here from uh, Mike and Angus, and Mike, we appreciate the text. He says, uh, you know what? I'm giving Vladdy credit for keeping his cool these days. I can't get over how many pitches outside the zone are getting called for strikes, which I think is fair. I mean, we saw Vladdy, I think uh, he swung, he offered at some not so great pitches, I would say, right? Especially there was one a little later on in the ball game where it was 0-2, there were two outs. He kind of swung at one way outside the zone and he looked, he did look annoyed. I think he absolutely did. He did not look pleased with himself, uh, but at the same time, he and a lot of other Blue Jays batters are getting a lot of pitches that are clearly not strikes, called as strikes. And again, I think this, you and I have had the robot umpire conversation a lot, right? I don't, we don't know we need to <laughs> relitigate it every time there's a bad strike call. But, I mean, there were some some bad strikes to, to Tapia, I would say, right? There was a one where he got, he got rung up once or twice on balls that were inside or outside and... Again, look, I I, I I give the batters credit for for not you know throwing a throwing a tantrum out there and, and potentially getting getting rung up and called out or whatever tossed out of the game. But I I kind of agree with Mike. I mean, the I I can't I, I agree that it can't get over how many pitches are are getting called for strikes. Yeah, but that that's a good point that you make. You know, show you can't lose your cool every game when you disagree with a call. It is arbitrary. It is um, it's not exact by any means, and it won't be exact until. There is a more technological solution that is or is not presented here. I'm not pro or for or pro or against anything. Sure. Not making a point or a case for any for anything, but it's true that it's not an exact science when you have a human being calling balls and strikes. And if Vlad Guerrero Jr. loses, if someone like Vladdy, who's seeing so many pitches, so many borderline pitches that maybe aren't going his way, if he loses his cool every game, the Blue Jays can't really afford that. No, and, no. and and we saw a few uh, a few weeks ago sort of Charlie Montoyo taking it upon himself to say, look, I, you know, Vladdy was clearly upset by a, by a strike call there. And, and Montoyo felt the need to complain about it himself. Uh, and instead of letting, letting Vladdy uh, sort of talk to the ump there and, 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 and Montoyo ended up getting ejected. So it's a, uh, it's a lose, lose. Anyway, you, you dice it. You probably don't want to, you probably don't want to make a habit out of uh, complaining about ball, uh, balls and strikes there. You're listening to Jay's Talk here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali and Julia Kreutz from MLB.com with you for another 20, 25 minutes or so. Let's go to the phone lines. 416 870 or of course, star 590 on your cellular device. Eddie in Fort Erie, you want to talk about the monstrous Hernandez home run I hear? Uh, yes. Uh, good after, uh, uh, Good evening, uh, Show and Julia. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, actually, not only that, but but another thing. But I want to talk about something else too. Sure. But I'll talk about the home run first. Um, you know, uh, I was like saying to myself uh, with all those home runs. Uh, well, not well, not the home runs, but the hard hit balls that the, that the Blue Jays were hitting, including uh, the that catch by uh, by the, the right fielder by the Rays. There was one point where I said to myself, I got so mad, I wanted to. Uh, do what um, Brad Pitt's character in Moneyball did, which was grab the chair and throw it to that uh, uh, to that wall. Great you know where movie. that picture is. I know that. You know what? Show I can watch that movie over and over and Very over again because they have. Oh yes, because they have some of the best movie quotes in that movie as well. Um, but but then when, when he hit the home when, when Hernandez hit the home run, I was like, I, I kind of give like a small you know thank goodness kind of thing. But when Jansen hit the home run, I was like you know thank you. And then I said to myself. This is an early season candidate for uh, for turning point of the year, you know, because 
they've been struggling and they need something to kind of, you know, get themselves up. And it's one of those games, especially in the trop too, you know, so that's, that's, that's how I looked at it. And the other thing tonight I, I saw, I was thinking was um, uh, the pitching after Ryu, because I was expecting Ross Stripling to come in at some point. I was kind of hoping he would come in after Garcia because, you know, he's the freshest arm. And the last thing I wanted to see him uh, in the game was an extra innings with a runner on second base, right? Because you don't want to make a mistake on a bad pitch. You know they're going to bunt, right? So you're not going to be able to, you know, use his bread and butter, which is his changeup with nobody on base, you know, in a fresh count and what have you. So I was kind of hoping on that. But you know what? If you want to, like, use up everybody, including the closer, go ahead as long as you get the win. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, Eddie. I appreciate the call, man. I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you see – you see Hyunjin Ryu, and he goes four and two-thirds. And we haven't talked a lot about Ryu today, but you, the plan to get the ball into the hands of the closer after Ryu came out, and I think his, Julia, I think his final strike was against Brett Phillips, and then he was immediately lifted. There was a guy on first. He was immediately lifted, and Garcia saw the top of the order, the number one batter in the uh, Rays batting order. And Garcia got the out. He came back out, he came back out for another inning, and I'm, I was kind of, I kind of understand what Eddie is saying. I'm, I was surprised we didn't see Stripling at any point. I'm not surprised we didn't see him right away because Jimmy Garcia had, hadn't pitched a lot since he got ejected against the Yankees. And the, you know, they, they clearly have a lot of faith and, and a lot of confidence in Jimmy Garcia. So they wanted to see him. Uh, but I, I was surprised we didn't see Stripling at all. Were you surprised we didn't see Stripling pitch at all in this game? I think that it was a good opportunity here for the Blue Jays to sort of give Garcia a chance to to go a little longer. So he pitched one and a third, allowed a hit. He was pretty solid overall. And and, and when the question still remains of who's going to be the reliever out of the pen um, for the for the long term, right? For the one inning plus of relief. And obviously, we are talking about Ross Stripling as as an option. For those moments, but I, I believe it was a it was a good opportunity to see Jimmy Garcia sort of shine in 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 that position as well. So so that's the um, I believe that's kind of the the thought process here. And uh, of course, Ross Stripling would have been a tremendous option as well. Um, but I I didn't mind uh, the choice to go with Garcia there. I've been I've been a big fan of what I've seen out of Jimmy Garcia this year, and again after after what happened in New York and not seeing him a whole ton since then, I'm I'm happy he got this chance to go out there and and kind of come back a little bit. Again, he pitched a an inning and a third, he allowed one hit, and that was it. And uh, he made way for Tim Mesa. Real quick, Hyunjin Ryu four and two thirds, and again he four and two thirds, four hits, one earned run, one walk, three strikeouts, and of course Julia, the uh, one earned run was a Yandy Diaz home run in the bottom of the first inning. And uh, boy, that was a, a changeup just off the plate. And the homer would have been, it was a homer of 333 feet. So it wasn't exactly very low launch angle. It looked like did not really take off. Like you really expect a lot of, or have seen a lot of uh, Yandy Diaz home runs in the, in the past, but a home run in just three of 30 ballparks. And again, it's still a home run at the trop. It still counts obviously, but I got to say Ryu having that, that being the first run he gives up no outs. It was the first run of the first batter, and he doesn't give up another run for the rest of the ball game, despite getting some traffic on bases, only one, the, only the one walk. I got to say, pretty impressive outing for your first return off the injured list. You want him to go a little longer than four and two thirds going forward, I think. But I got to say, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and that was mostly a, a strategic decision. It wasn't anything like, you know, he he was very effective. His pitch count was low. He 
looked composed through and through, even yeah. when he had some traffic. He, he pitched like a veteran, right? His location was there. Um, he was attacking the zone all around. It was a good performance. And with the top of the lineup coming in, it just makes sense to get a fresh arm out there and, and sort of uh, save Ryu from having to see the top of the lineup one more time. But overall, very encouraging exactly what the Blue Jays needed out of him. And the Blue Jays didn't uh, ask him to be perfect today. The Blue Jays actually went ahead and, uh, and it, obviously he ended up with a no decision, but we saw the run support that we've been talking yes. about. We, yep. we saw the big hits and the big moments and taking advantage of, uh, of, of certain mistakes by the Rays as well. That's super important, and it's, it's, it's got to be a good feeling for this team and for Ryu. That is MLB.com's Julia Kreutz. You're listening to Jay's Talk here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. I'm Show Ali. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll talk about that eighth inning, which uh, plated all four runs off of, I believe it was Jason Adam, who ends up taking the loss today. Or I believe it was, maybe it was Ryan Thompson who ends up taking the loss. Either way, the uh, blue, the Tampa Bay Rays relievers, uh, not the sharpest they have been over the course of the season. And again, the Tampa Bay Rays dropping to 20 and 14 and the Blue Jays improving to 18 and 16. But you're listening to Jay Stock. More calls after the break on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Welcome back to Jay Stock. On the Sportsnet Radio Network, Show Ali and Julia Kreutz here with you for a couple more minutes. We're breaking down the Jays' 5-1 win over the Rays. They snap their five-game losing streak. Teoscar Hernandez goes yard. Danny Jansen goes yard. A decent start from Hyunjin Ryu in his return off the injured list. And again, the Blue Jays win 5-1. You can give us a call if you like, 416-870-0590. One triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety on your cellular device, or you can text us as well at five ninety five ninety. Real check, real quick check of the Bet three six five standings update. Bet three six five is the world's favorite sports book with three sixty three million members worldwide. Nineteen plus. Play responsibly. Ontario only. And Julia, of course, with the win tonight, the Jays are now eighteen and sixteen. If you look around the rest of the AL East, the Yankees are twenty four and eight. The Rays are now 20 and 14, dropping that game to the Jays tonight. The Orioles are 14 and 20, and the Red Sox are last. Can I, honestly, still kind of weird to see that, but they're last in the AL East at 12 and 20. Um, and again, the uh, Orioles and Red Sox will probably be exchanging position here and there over the course of the regular season. But again, a lot of early games in the AL East for the Blue Jays against the, uh, the likes of the Yankees, who I got to say are playing some very good baseball right now. Right on. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they're losing right now, if I'm not mistaken, the Yankees. Okay. Yeah, 2 nothing. White Sox. White Sox Dallas yeah. Keuchel <laughs> bouncing back after a couple of ugly starts to start the year. You can't really uh, count out uh, either the White Sox or Dallas Keuchel. You can also not count out the Yankees. And at the bottom of the seven, there's still, a, there's still a ways to go here. Red Sox are also, look like they're turning a corner here, maybe, perhaps. Um Nine to one against the Rangers. That's Oof, not. Uh, that's not something you would necessarily hope oh. or expect to see at this point. No, boy. I mean, you know the Blue Jays were talking about having the quiet bats, but the Red Sox have had been having almost feels like negative production over the course of the entire season, especially from first base and some of the other infield spots, right? But hey, I mean, if the Red Sox win, they will still, I think, be a half game back of the Orioles, who lost to the Tigers earlier today, a three nothing defeat to Detroit, but. 
Uh, either way, that is the quick check of the uh, Bet365 standings update. Let's go back to the phone lines. 416-870-0590, 590 star 590 on your cellular. Eli in Georgetown, and I hear you want to talk about Danny Jansen tonight. I just think the two-run home run that he hit was really big, and how he called a really good game with Hyunjin Ryu and the bullpen, and how he was doing a good as he was being a good leader as well. So I think that home run really helped the Jays in the eighth, and really just got some insurance runs there. I like it, Eli. Hey, Eli, real quick, who's your favorite player on the Blue Jays? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That's a good pick. pick. All right, I appreciate the call, Eli. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Yeah, Danny Jansen with some very huge runs for for the Blue Jays. And again, some some booming outs early, and he had a walk. He got hit by a pitch, but none as big as the uh, two-run shot. You and I, I mean, we're sitting in baseball control, Julia. You and I thinking that for the briefest of seconds, it looked like it was foul, and sure I think we, bo- we both stood up and kind of looked at the screens, the sat screens here in baseball control, but uh, luckily it was not. It was uh, it was fair, and Danny Jansen getting a huge two-run shot and his, his, his return off the IL. Great a great, great pick by Eli also. Hard, hard to go wrong if uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is your favorite player. Certainly. That's a safe pick any day, and uh, Jansen again just showing uh, his baseball acumen. He's, he is a very smart player, and he, he did call a very good game, and more than that, he is so grounded. He is so in control of his emotions, of his mental state whenever he's at the plate. And, and what you get out of that is quality plate appearances and uh, good contact, which was huge. Danny Jansen homered Julia in the top of the eighth inning. And of course, I guess it was what three runs coming. No, f- pardon me for all four runs coming in the top of the eighth right. inning. So Teoscar Hernandez had the booming home run. Uh, in the uh, to lead things off, and he just discarded that bat. If you haven't seen the actual replay yet, if you just heard it on radio, it was a great call by Ben. But if you have not seen the clip of him just just chucking the bat to the ground, he knew that was gone the moment it left his bat. Um, even with the the weird baseballs and the and the closed dome at, <laughs> at the trop, the indoor stadium, I should say, at the trop, uh, <laughs> Teoscar, Teoscar Hernandez, he, he he knew that ball was gone. Yeah. But after the after the Teoscar homer, Julia, so the, we saw. Santiago Espinal had the base hit. He got on base, uh, and there was that strange play with Harold Ramirez where Zach Collins hits, he pinches for Kirk. Ramirez steps on the bag with the ground out, steps on the bag at first base, and just airmails that throw to this. Yeah. I, I, I can't even say it was the second baseman. I have no idea who he was throwing that ball to, but that allowed Espinal to get all the way to third, and Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who had been, honestly has really been going through it, he actually managed to cash in a run tonight. Right. That was a costly mistake for sure. It was something that you, you just don't expect from from a team like the Rays. They, have, they had two uh, errors tonight, and, and both of them sort of got them into trouble there. And obviously that was the one that really yeah. broke the camel's back, I'd say in the, in the eighth inning and, and, and good on, on Lourdes too, for, you know, sticking with his plate approach, getting that hit and just snapping out a li- of a little bit of a funk. He is a streaky guy. There's just no way around that. And, but when he gets hot, he gets really hot and he gets really good. And, and that's when the blue Jays can expect some extra base hits, some more RBIs, you know, so just, just the spark that comes with the Lourdes Griel jr. Um, hot streak. 
And, and, you know, that's the thing, right? I think we all kind of are aware that Lourdes is is a super streaky hitter. I mean, I remember last year going into, I guess it was the latter months of the season when basically the whole team got hot, but it, it does feel like, I remember we having a lot of conversations last season about Lourdes Goriel and his trade value and, you know, what that value might be. And then he just, he it was like he was the man on fire, right? He was like Denzel Washington and the man on fire, right? He was just, <laughs> he was aflame in the last, you know, what, month and a couple of weeks, let's say six weeks of the regular season. He was, he was very, very good. And again, he was, you know, he was two of 32 at one point. Right. And again, he, he did dump in the art the, probably the, the softest base, the softest contact from him all night tonight ends up being the, the play that scores Espinal from That's third. Right. But yeah, boy, I, I, I just, I, I hope it's, signs of things to come for Lourdes as you as you go on through the season sure and that's a good point you know uh hard contact does not in a bat make right you yeah. can still get on base and you can still help out your team even if you shorten your swing even if you're a little more cerebral with it and you're not trying to hit for power every single time we know that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. has power but that's not what the Blue Jays needed out of him right there he just needed to get on base and give the team a chance to score some runs and that's what he did and uh, you know speaking of of streaks or or, or funks or Matt Chapman is a guy that's that's due show. Yeah. He's due for a yeah. big game. The numbers show that he's getting a bit unlucky. He should be doing a little bit better than he is. Three hard hits tonight. I I, I feel like very soon, if not tomorrow, we we should start to see some sort of a of a of a page turn here for for Matt Chapman. So how much do you how much do you put into how much stock do you put into Julia into the the shaken up batting order right because we saw Chapman batting leadoff. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Teoscar Hernandez, Bo Bichette, Santiago Espinal. That was the top five tonight, right? And I think when it comes to the order, I just I don't know if I want to give the all the credit in the for five you know the five runs after the Blue Jays have struggled with runs as of late only to the batting order, but it, it definitely seemed like they were all a li- just a little more patient tonight. I know again we saw some. We saw some uh, questionable calls with the uh, balls that were, you know, off the plate or that c- call the strikes, balls outside the zone, calls it strikes and so on. And that's probably, you're probably always going to hear those complaints for the rest of time, essentially, as long as human beings are calling balls and strikes. But at the same time, I just, I don't know, Chapman looked, and again, he hasn't been rushing, I don't want to say as of late, but it does look like he was, you know, that much more patient tonight when he in the leadoff spot. He hadn't hit leadoff since he was in college, I think he had said. Right on. Well, that's that's what he needed. He just needed something different, just a, a, a refreshing look at the game itself. And, you know, obviously he was still 0 for 5, I think it was. But but you can see that the, the at-bats are getting better. You can see that the contact, the just the, the hand-eye coordination, the fact that he's really picking his pitches and, 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 and trying to find ways to help his team there. It's... Uh, it 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 really speaks volumes to just the just the level of 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 confidence that something as simple as changing up the batting order can bring to a team right, and, and, right. and and speaking of confidence that bat flip by hernandez to Ooh. me was that was it was it was proof of that it was proof that the team needed a spark and obviously the confidence is there those guys are pros they have so much fun they just needed to snap out of it. So what did you see from Bo Bichette? Because he is the other guy. Again, I think I was, I was. I, I, you can't complain about Teoscar Hernandez on a night like tonight. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was getting on base as well. But, and Bo Bichette, again, I just, I wonder what you made of him hitting in the cleanup spot because I wonder if things don't turn around, if that's not something we might not see 
going forward. Again, not often. I think you can expect Bo to bat second and Vladdy to bat third more often than not. But I mean, if, if it worked tonight with Springer out and again, he's not on the injured list, he is day to day. So if he's still not in the lineup tomorrow, then I wonder if we don't see the same, the same top five tomorrow for Sunday's uh, rubber match in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I I would expect to see the same top five tomorrow if uh, if Springer is not indeed back and if, if he needs a couple of more days. I I don't necessarily see the Jays changing it up, especially because it's uh, the final game of the series. It's been a long road trip. It might not be the right time to keep experimenting, although of course there's plenty of room and time uh, to experiment. And obviously, the lineup that we're seeing right now is not the is not going to be the permanent solution. Once George Springer is back, there's a lot of decisions to be made and uh, a, a lot of things to that remain to be seen, question marks and all for this uh, Toronto Blue Jays team. That does it for this edition of Blue Jays Talk. We thank you for being alongside us tonight. The Blue Jays are five one winners over. The Tampa Bay Rays, of course, uh, that sets up the rubber match tomorrow. We don't know, Julia, quite yet who is going to be the starter because Tampa Bay, again, the difference between TBA and uh, TBD, I suppose. But uh, Alec Manoa does get the ball for the Blue Jays tomorrow. We can always be relatively confident when Alec Manoa is on the mound. But again, that is Julia Kreutz from MLB.com. I'm Show Ali. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Links Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side baseball fans. Jays win it 5-1. Blair and Barker are back tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.